there, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Sports Podcast. I'm Phil Ranta. And I'm Jordan Pomaville. Joel is not here today. No, Joel is out. You know why? Why? Because he's got crippling diarrhea. That's uh, You can't even stand. The cramps are so bad. Right. He's in a little wheelchair with casts on his arms and legs for no reason because he's crippled from his diarrhea. We became a zoo crew morning show very quickly into this. It's good, though. Yeah. I like the, the visual of Joel with his crippling diarrhea. But how are you, Phil? Have you have you seen any games this week? I have not seen any games this week. I hear that it's a bit of a sports dead zone. It really is because we're waiting. We're ramping up to the Super Bowl. Yep. But it's not here yet. Yeah. We're ramping up to the Royal Rumble this weekend. That's true. Not here yet. Not here yet. When it comes, it comes. How many participants in the Rumble this year? A 30. It's still, okay. 30. Per huge. Who's, who do you know who's coming out first? Uh, I don't. I should. Usually they announce that. Um, maybe they don't. Uh, I have a feeling, though, Roman Reigns will reign supreme. The wrestler nobody likes, but everyone gets forced down their throat. Yeah, he was on ESPN the other day. I yeah, was on he's the... the worst. Wait, really? He's so boring. He's, he's just like, I'm a tough guy with long hair. And he, I was going to say, his interview on ESPN was super nuanced, and like there was no, like, he gave yeah. reasonable answers. Ugh. Yeah, I know. You can't cut a promo. No. He reminds me of Triple H, where I was always like, come on, give yourself something. Like, you're a tough guy, but that's it? Yeah, just being Every- strong is not the mark of a great wrestler. Because every wrestler is strong? Right. I want somebody who's like, uh, who like dances or is uh, very, holds close their ethnic background or something. Like, that's the fun wrestlers to me. Well, what, what do we have in the show today? We've got ourselves a doozy. We have an interview with, uh, so a lot of Big Ten schools are starting to get esports teams. That's crazy to me. Crazy. These are like video professional video game players. Or not professional because it's college. Right. So these are uh, amateur, collegiate level. Collegiate video- level video game players. And luckily we've got a recruiter whose name is Toby Ice. Toby Ice. And Toby Ice recruits esports players for Michigan Tech. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So up, up there in northern Michigan, yeah. assembling, I would hope, a, a, a esports powerhouse team. I think we're going to see. We're going to find out whether or not he's recruiting a powerhouse team or a power dud team. Do we have a wide world of weird sport? You're goddamn right we do. But first, Johnny Manziel update, watch update. Johnny Manziel update, watch update. Brought to you by Manziel's. Put your man boobs in a Manziel today. I did the Joel part. You did. It was yeah. good. That was fine. Yeah. And we had you. the drop box as always. Yeah. Johnny Manziel tweets Donald Trump semicolon. Leave social media. That's the right thing to do after (laughs) tweeting at the president of the United States. So he tweeted, yo at POTUS. Even I know to stay away from the notification section on Twitter. Oh, shit will drive you crazy. Lead the country and let them hate. Yeah, there we go. See, I feel like that was both positive and negative at the same time. It was. And also, this is good advice. and actually shows that Johnny Manziel has some self-awareness. A little bit, yeah. Like, he knows enough to not look at the notification section because that's only going to enrage him. Yeah. And Johnny Manziel, if I am, as a sports outsider, led to believe this properly, is kind of the Donald Trump of the sports world. Don't think it's an apples-to-apples apples comparison. I mean, he's he's famous, <laughs> but you don't quite know why. No, he, he won a Heisman, though. Well, that's he's, true. the highest. Well, here's well the- Donald Trump also had the top-rated reality show for a long time. But see, well, here, here's the thing. So he tweets this, mm-hmm. and then his account's deleted. 
And Whoa. Am- and America feared the worst, Phil, that Johnny Manziel had been sent to a death camp in Siberia where he would be buried in the depth chart behind much more talented quarterbacks on the Siberia death camp football team. Oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> I know. Being buried would suck, but being be- buried behind better quarterbacks? Yeah, yeah the worst. Well, just like he's, not, he's never going to see the field. But journalistic uh, stalwart TMZ tracked him down and everything is okay. Phew. <laughs> it looks like he could actually see some like reps in like the fourth quarter if Siberia death camp is up by like three scores. Phew. Who does Siberia Death Camp play against? <laughs> you know, other area death camps. Oh, right, right. Like yeah. mid-Russia death camp? <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so actually, no. Uh, Johnny Football told TMZ, Twitter has been nothing but a distraction for me. I've said all I can say. A distraction from what? <laughs> yeah. Is my question. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe his football career, which is not existent. Existent, yeah. yeah. Now I need to shut the hell up and work on bettering myself and my situation. Quipped the TMZ reporter, good start would be to stop talking to us. There we go. That's right. They shared a laugh, and then the TMZ reporter said, seriously, though, shots, 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 shots. And then, you know, it was a huge enabler. Sure. Uh, But so you can understand uh, Johnny uh, Football leaving Twitter. Mm. It's kind of useless. But he's also leaving Instagram. No, how am I going to see pictures of Johnny Manziel? Yeah, after a brief, it was a brief conversation. It went like this. Hey, which one is the one I send dick pics on? Snapchat, deleting Instagram. There we go. Smart. Uh, He Instagrammed a black screen, and the uh, Fox Sports article about this topic, Riley notes that it could have also been 1982 Spinal Tap album, Smell the Glove. Yeah, it's none more black. It could not be more black. So he tweeted a blank screen on screen screen on Instagram, and he put one goal on the radar, and we'll do anything to achieve it. Hashtag ghost. What? I think he is in a Siberia death camp. I think he is. That sounds like something someone would write if they were a ghost and they were trying to get through to us and say, "Help me, I'm a ghost." Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by Manziel's. Put your man boobs in a Manziel today, not Mentos. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan and Phil. News, news, news. Manchester United coach fires all the ball boys. What? That, what? Subheadline, don't worry, it wasn't their full-time job. They were disadvantaged teens. Phew, they can go back to being disadvantaged now. Jose uh, Moreno, that is uh, Manchester United's head coach and Bond villain too much of England, sure. has reportedly been upset by the ball boys' lack of hustle when Manchester United needed a quick score and their inability to be lackadaisical when Man U needed to drain the clock. Wait, the so the ball boys are the ones that when it goes out of bounds, they grab the ball, They grab right? the ball. And so basically, he was upset because he felt like they weren't hustling enough, like, say, like, when uh, Manchester is down to, like, hurry up and get in the right. ball. And then at times when maybe they could take their time a little bit, they don't they don't know when to do that. So they're unnuanced ball boys. <laughs> Correct. Okay. And by the way, this decision was made after a 2-0 blowout Manchester win. So that's how petty he is. That he, sounds like the fault of the ball boys. <laughs> well, they won, though. They two-out win. They win. The 2-0 win, they win. And uh, he's so petty, he's like, okay, so now normally the ball boys and girls are provided by Manchester United Foundation. 
Sure, that is the charitable arm of Spectre front group and soccer team, Manchester United. Makes sense. Okay. Before his game last Sunday, though, against Liverpool, Coach Mao, or Mo, as he's known. Like Chairman Mao? No, it's Mo. I okay. mispronounced Phew. it. As he is known, drafted players from Manchester United's under-16 team to okay. be the ball boys. So like they have like a farm system. Okay. So they have their under-16 team. So instead, he fired all of like the... the Ball boys and girls provided by like the boys and girls club basically, right? And said, "Okay, where's our where's our AAA team? All right, uh, you, 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 you." In except he's Portuguese, so he probably doesn't have that strong of a British accent. That's fair. All right, you, 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 you. Uh, result of the game against Liverpool was a barn burner, one-one, a draw. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun to watch. And so basically, uh, out with the at-risk youths. And in with the superstars of tomorrow is basically what okay. this move did. You know what? You know what? Though I feel like if you were try, if if it does have an outcome of the game, right? If the the actions of the ball boy could change the score in some way, yes. I would want people who are learned in the sport of football, right? So that's exactly what he thought. He thought the academy kids, the kids who are training to be hopefully part of Manchester United one day, would better know when to run out the clock or speed up play. Right. But because this guy is a control freak who has a very stressful job, world yeah. domination, he, sure. gave, he made sure to give the academy kids instruction on how to deliver the ball back to players when it goes out of ba- play. Okay. And crucially, when to hurry up that process. Wow, that feels like cheating. Doesn't it just feel a little bit like cheating? Well, see, here's the thing. Then a Manchester United insider told People Sport, the uh, British art uh, magazine, of course, people may speculate whether opponents are given the same courtesy if they are on attack or chasing in the game. Right. Pointing out that maybe the ball boys would then go back, to revert to being slow and lackadaisical to get the ball. I would think that's implied by the fact that there <laughs> e- even is that action. And here's the thing about this coach, Jose Marino, uh, with ball boys. Mm. Dude's got priors. Uh-oh. America's roller coaster. No, I'm kidding. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Back when Coach uh, Mo was uh, with Chelsea FC, after a loss to Newcastle, Marino accused the ball boys of wasting time. Quote, things were happening that the referees cannot control. He cannot punish the ball boy that disappears. You may well put a cow in the middle of the pitch. And then stop the game because there was a cow. You cannot do just anything in football. Football needs a ball. <laughs> so quick translation. He means soccer. Sure. Football means soccer in Europe. I just love that he's making a definitive statement that's like, you can't play football without a ball. I didn't follow the cow analogy. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, you might well just put a cow in there and be like, go play. But there's a cow. We can't play without a ball. Right. It's a bit of a leap in logic. A little bit. Uh, the next season, he laid into the Leicester City Ball Boys after a team lost in a away game there, calling them a disgrace to the Premier League. I feel like uh, to this coach, to Marino, the Ball Boys are like SNL is to Trump. Yes. Where it like, doesn't matter, but for some reason there's this weird fixation. It gets of like, under ugh. his skin. Like, oh, if only those. Okay. And so then, of course, let's round this up with the most egregious. Uh, he then later the same year told a Crystal Palace football club ball boy that he's going to get punched if he keeps slowing down play. Wow. He narrowly escaped sanctions for that one. I guess he is, his explanation was that he saw his player getting so frustrated with the ball boy's uh, ineptitude that he was trying to avoid an, a similar incident when the previous season, Eden Hazard, 
was sent off for kicking a ball boy. What? So this happened where another soccer player got mad at the behavior of a ball boy and kicked him. I never want to be a ball boy. This sounds awful. Well, I mean, you'd have to be a disadvantaged teen in Europe. Oh, well, I don't think I'm ever going to be a ball boy. Yeah. Because I'm advantaged and in America. Joining us now on the podcast is Toby Ice, who is a coach and recruiter for the Michigan Tech eSports team. Hey, Jordan, how you doing? Um, pretty good, Toby. It's great to have it's you It's great on. to be here. Well, this is kind of interesting to me because uh, Joel, who's not here, but and I are huge college sports fans. Oh, yeah. And that's I'm part of the college sports scene as well. Well, see, that's where it's a little weird for me because I was never that into video games and I don't I don't see it as a sport. But I understand that... We, we don't call them video games. Right. We call them e-sports. Okay. Electronic sports. Right. It's uh, video games are something you play with your nieces and nephews when you're home for the holiday seasons. It's not what we play. We play e-sports. Right. Okay. And I guess uh, I've read that the Big Ten is now getting into this, but I guess I wanted to get a little more into what do you look for... In an esports player, how are you forming teams? Oh yeah, well, we're very much like the regular sports recruitment teams. Uh, you know how their football teams, basketball teams—they're looking at—they're looking to try to catch them as young as they can, and start indoctrinating them into college as quickly as possible, giving them t-shirts. Well, well, they can't. Well, they want to find the best players. Find the best, best. You got to find them young. Get used to them. We do the same thing in esports, you know. I saw it at Michigan Tech. I find them as young, three, four years old. Three, wait, wait a minute. Three or four years old. Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes, I'll just walk around in malls, and I'll find a kid playing a Nintendo DS, and I just walk up to her and say, "What you playing? What kind of game you playing? What do they?" And 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 after their their mother presumably calls mall security. What do you say to them? They don't call them all scared. They know who I am. (laughs) Everybody knows who Toby Ice is. They're flattered, if anything. They say, oh, my gosh, Toby Ice, he's going to make sure my kid has a scholarship to college. So I generally, they're playing their game. They're playing Pokemon, uh, Fire, or they're playing, uh, they're playing maybe uh, some Dark Souls 3. Okay, so if if you get, uh, say, a four-year-old. Yeah. Now, obviously, he's not college-ready yet. Not yet, no. But what is the Rare thought? occasion. Sometimes you get a Doogie Hauser kid who's just ready. He's ready for prime time. And I say, like, you just graduate your kid now. You don't have to be smart. We'll find classes that are dumb. But but for the players that do need to maybe just uh, gestate, gestate, we call it gestation period. How do you get them to commit to Michigan Tech? When, when really all they know of their world is maybe mom, dad, and video games. Oh, sure. Well, we actually developed our own game to try to get them used to Michigan Tech. It's called uh, Go to Michigan Tech on a Full Ride Esports Scholarship by Capcom. Oh, wow. That sounds like a VR game. Is it VR? It's not virtual reality. Oh. It's, uh, it's a game where you put on a headset and it's 360 degrees around you. And as you move, your character moves too. Well, this kind of sounds like virtual reality. A little. Yeah, we don't call it virtual reality, though. We call it esportsuality. Esportsuality. Okay. Yep. So in this esportsuality environment, a uh, pretty cheerleader is there and goes, "Hey, you want to go to Michigan Tech? You can date me." 
So if it was if I'm like a four year old who you're recruiting, yeah, to in another say 13 years go to Michigan Tech, yeah, and absolutely, join the esports thing, yeah. I, I I I you you come to my house. I assume you're trying to wow me. Yeah, you put me in a esports esportuality helmet helmet. And I kind of walk through campus, and I encounter a beautiful cheerleader who offers who to says, date. Who says, we're going to date. You Don't forget this face, she says. Don't forget it. And then that's going to burn into his memory. Okay. You're going to remember that for a long time. And he's going to, when he becomes 17 years old, he's going to say, how oh, Michigan Tech, I got to find Barbara. And you know what's crazy? What's crazy? We try. We also recruit someone who looks just like Barbara every year. Every year, ageless Barbara, <laughs> so that they go to the cal- campus and say, "Barbara, it's me." And then usually a girl's not into it. Just goes, "Oh, that wasn't me." But by then they're already locked in. They're already there. Yeah, they're already there. Yeah, and then they don't worry about dating in high school, so they can keep focusing on their studies. And their which is in their video game, which is esports, yeah. right? But actually, in the game, once you got that part, that's where it gets really exciting. We got to work under finger dexterity and your teamwork. In which I'm sorry, I, I got lost. In which game? In the game? In the virtual reality? In esports? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So they got to work first of all on finger dexterity. It's just a game where you have to twinkle your fingers really fast, and it creates big waves in a pool. Okay, and this is the training game. That that's the training game. That yeah. A potential recruit might be what you playing. Yeah. And then you learn teamwork because other people are there also doing it. And if your waves hit their waves, then it cancels each other out. It also learns to teach you about physics. Uh, well, let's go in communication. In I communication, because you go, stop stop moving your fingers so fast. Moving at regular speed. And so, then that's how they know teamwork. Sometimes in teamwork, you got to slow down so that they can speed up. I was going to say, so outside of being good at esports, which is obviously the first thing you're looking for in the yeah, recruit. Yeah, Absolutely. Everyone in, in sports is always looking for uh, guys with those intangibles. Maybe oh, it's a yeah. good character guy. Maybe it's a good leader in the oh, clubhouse. Yeah. What are some of the intangibles that you look for? Uh, in a we look at a couple of key, We call it the 10 L's of esports. 10 L's. 10 L's. They're all L words. Okay. Ready for this? First of all, love the game. Love the game. That's number love, one. Number one. Gotta love the game. Number two. League of Legends. That's also number three. <laughs> League of Legends, a very popular esports game. We want everyone to be well versed in it. So if you're playing that, you might be ready. Yep. Number four is loyalty. Loyalty. You have a lot of loyalty to your team, right? Uh, no, number five is loneliness. <laughs> you got to be a lonely kid. That's an intangible. <laughs> I mean that. So <laughs> that that sounds kind of sad, but it it it's because that lends itself to a lot of esports players. right and that's actually number six is lend yourself to esports teams it's an intangible but you gotta land yourself to playing on an esports team uh number seven is loner kind of goes with loneliness <laughs> but also besides loneliness you have to not not be trying to not be lonely so you're a loner who is also lonely all right yeah so what are we at? Uh, I think that was seven. That felt like number seven. Okay. Uh, number uh, eight is lithographs. <laughs> you gotta Lither. have so that we got we gotta get a lithograph of your face to put on your ID. If you don't, if you don't subject yourself to a lithograph, we can't 
uh, have you on the team. I don't think that would be a huge barrier. It's not a huge barrier, but it's still an intangible. Okay, and it, it begins with L. Yeah. So now a nine. Uh, number nine is Lord of Video Games. You have to be number one in at least one video game. That makes sense. Yeah, you got to be the Lord of because you got to show that you have you perform at a champion level. Oh, okay. Right. And number 10 is possibly the most important one of all of them. And What's it's that? legs. <laughs> got to walk up to the stage. Got to have legs. It seems like an odd thing for esports considering, you know, it's kind of a sedentary activity. It is, but it's really important to leverage. You got to be able to lean in and lean out. Oh, it could also be considered leverage or lean in, lean out. <laughs> But we say legs because you need those to counterbalance your weight. At Michigan Tech, we got the best sports pro- esports program because we think of these ten intangibles and repeat them back with me now, <laughs> if you will. Okay, uh, lonely. Nope, that's not number one. <laughs> okay, number lo- one, love of the game. Love of the game is number one. League of Legends. League of Legends, two and three. <laughs> Four was. All right, you'll get it one of these days. See, that's why you're not an esports no, player. I wouldn't recruit you. No, I, I, but I, if you ever have a baby and your baby turns four, starts playing Pokemon <laughs> Go and catches himself a Bulbasaur, you give me a call. All right, sure thing, uh, Toby Ice. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. And now it's time for another wide world of sports. Wide World of Weird Sports. What is weird now? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, the hospital pass. The hospital pass? The hospital pass. I mean, it doesn't... Okay, it doesn't sound like a sport, but it it sounds weird. No, it does sound a little weird in this wide world of sports. Hospital pass is a term originally used in football codes to describe a pass that subjects the recipient to heavy contact. Oh, usually unavoidable from an opposing player. These are like passes over the middle. Oh, yeah, I think so. Dangerous, yeah. The expression implying that the recipient of the pass could end up in the hospital, <laughs> sacrificing your player for the good of the team. Uh, the term may be applied to passes between teammates in several sports, including ice hockey, lacrosse, ultimate, rugby league. Rugby Union, Australian Rules Football, and American Football, and is now widely used metaphorically. Okay. Yeah, where it's like, uh, hey, Jordan, uh, you know that person uh, who keeps um, saying he's going to kill everyone at work? Yeah. Got to go fire him. Oh, no problem. I'll There's just go take care. a hospital pass for you. Uh-oh. Go. Uh, that got dark. Uh, rugby league and rugby union. A hospital pass is usually made in an attempt to avoid being tackled. So, like, I'm going to throw the pass. Oh, no. Someone's about to tackle me. You go get tackled. Right? So throw it's it like, them. oh, I could go to the hospital. No, not me. You. Right. I've got to keep my ligaments in order so I can ple- keep playing rugby. I'll go to the hospital for exactly. the team. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the pass is often made under pressure. And without considering the situation of the receiver, who is often stationary and thus presents an easy target. <laughs> Someone's like, ah, oh, this play is over. The ball? What? And they kind of get, they kind of tee off on him. Yeah, exactly. 
Alternatively, the passer is under little pressure but misreads the play and passes to a player who is already heavily marked and has little time to avoid contact. It's not good. Then you might get in the hospital. Australian rules football. To be considered a hospital pass, the ball is passed with minimal accuracy or timing (laughs) and is likely to result in injury to the receiver due to heavy contact. We know. Hospital passes are typically made by handballing or kicking the ball towards a teammate in a high looping trajectory very slowly across the ground. So I might run to catch the ball that's slowly down. I'm tracking it the whole time very slowly. Yeah. The whole time you on the opposing team is just eyeing me saying, right. as soon as he catches this ball, I'm going to put him I'm in the hospital. I'm going to time this so as soon as it touches their hands, boom. Yeah. Concussed. My teeth go out. Yeah. Your teeth are my teeth now. Hey, Tooth Fairy, you're about to get a deposit. Cha-ching. Uh, so the, this can enable opponents to contest for possession, resulting in heavy contact that is often, but not always legitimate. The high lob pass is considered particularly undesirable. I'm assuming to the receiver, not to the uh, guardsman because it gives the opponents a chance to make a very strong tackle. Very strong. American football. The hospital pass in American football is a pass thrown High to a receiver. Kind of for the same reason. Yeah. Okay. Generally one that is running sideways rather than downfield. Downfield, they got some momentum, right? Right. When you're running sideways, you're usually running towards more people. If you're running downfield, you're running away from people. Right, right. Yeah, so you're going to get hit. The receiver is forced to jump while running at full speed to catch the ball. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. If you're in the air, not a lot of momentum on your side. And if you're coming from the other direction, you could launch yourself also into the air. Oh, yeah. Woof. Uh, The defender coming the other way, attempting to tackle the receiver, can cause a collision where both players are moving at full speed and the receiver is unable to move out of the way. Like getting hit by a train, but the person on the ground has more (laughs) push-off. So you're screwed. So the train is on the tracks. You're just floating. You're like an, an insect on a windshield. You're getting hit by that train. You are getting hit by the train. Metaphorical usage. Here's some examples. In cricket, when Steve Waugh handed over the captaincy to Ricky Pointing, he sent down one of the sport's greatest hospital passes. I don't know the reference. I don't. It was used, though. That was, it's, it's noted. It was actually used in an article. Okay. And click through the article. Uh, in business... Fife denies he was thrown a hospital pass. Huh. I assume he was probably like made CEO of a company that was about to fail. Yeah. That sounds right. Uh, in politics, the big brown hospital pass. And then a citation. I, I, again, I feel like this is some inside joke that we don't get. I agree. I 100% agree. But you know what? Go to Wikipedia. Look up hospital pass. Click through. Maybe it'll be some interesting information. And that brings it end to another wide world of Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to close another sports sports podcast. But before we go, we're gonna bring back on Coach Toby Ice to give you our contact. Hey, hey, we're gonna give you contact information. Uh, you can find us on. Uh, on SoundCloud, all of our episodes by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, make sure to click real fast, work on that dexterity. 
You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Start working on your WPMs while you write your tweets so you get really fast index fingers. And you can find us on Facebook. We post a bunch of articles, comedy bits in the podcast by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Make sure to type in your password fast as you can. Play maybe play some Farmville. Hey Joel. Hey Joel. Oh, that sounds like it's really painful. That just sounds super painful. Ouch! Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.